Annyeong, and welcome to Howly Juku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, Pity Rave. This is episode 33. What is that on your head? Enjoy! Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fine episode of Howly Juku. I'm Pity Rave. Your man with no plan. Here with me is my friend, Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Cass. How are you doing, Cass? Right off the WSOP tour. <laughs> 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 no. Um, I'm doing, I'm doing good today. I'm doing, I've had a good day. I played some video games, worked on some stuff. Um, that's about it, really. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yay. Uh, we're here gathered again to talk about East Asian pop culture. Uh, and of course, like we start every episode, we're going to talk about what music we've been listening to, what caught our attention this week. Kaz, what have you been listening to this week? Uh, let me figure out which one of these is actually my first song. Alright, uh, first on the list is our girl, uh, Hyuna. Uh, I, I just, like, like I said, in, when you're kind of sitting working and you just kind of throw music on, I usually go to Pandora for that. Um, and you can save on Pandora by going to Haleajuku Pandora. No. Um, <laughs> I usually just throw on Pandora and throw on one of my, my playlists. And I, I usually, a lot of times, go back to my Korean music playlist. And these songs came on today and God, like, they came on in a row and they just, I, they were instantly like, I'm going to talk about them. So Hyuna's <laughs> Blacklist, um, which is just an awesome song, uh, from Hyuna. And Hyuna is just a goddamn performer. And she's just so good in her like R&B electronic style that she does. Yeah. Um, and I didn't necessarily want to feature this song itself. I just want to feature Hyuna, you know, yeah. <laughs> like there are those people every once in a while where like, yeah, there's their music is awesome, but it's just a little bit of something more that makes them even more awesome. And yeah. with that, Hyuna is that type of person. Yeah. It's just, she has that little bit of something more about her that just makes her goddamn awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, lo- I really dig this track too, especially because I, I, especially if you've watched, uh, Hiana Free Month, like her reality show where she, like, chronicled, like, the, uh, leading up to coming out with this album. Uh, every, you know, this was, like, a big part of it, the, the song, and it's also featured, uh, featuring Ellie of, uh, EXID, uh, who ha- kind of helped write, uh, this and I think another song. It's kind of one of her best friends. Uh, and, like, this is, this is, for the context of the song, this is Hyuna kind of getting gutter and kind of a, a nondescript target, but kind of a diss track to a nondescript target. Uh, and every time she would like record this or, you know, they, they would be a part of recording this, they would have, they would be commenting on the lyrics and like, man, this person you're singing about really pissed you off, huh? And yeah, and, uh, <laughs> man, you really want to get back at this person. Like, and, uh, like, oh no. She's going to be acting all cute. Like, no, it's not anybody in particular. It's just, you know, it's a song. <laughs> uh, and I definitely love this, like the choreography video is super fun. Uh, but yeah, I love Hiana. Yeah. And this song is so much fun. Uh, but yeah, and it also, it also just is one of those things that lead to back. To me and kind of PD's original, like, you know, uh, 
the hoodness of of K-pop, you know, yes. <laughs> like, like K-pop getting gutter, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, it, it happens. Uh, like yeah. we, we, you got to get out there and do it sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just uh, it's just kind of fun. Yeah, uh, but moving on to some some more yeah. fun stuff. Um, a little more poppy, a little more fun, but well, a little more poppy and still fun. Uh, a little less gutter though is yeah. You Kiss, uh, from their sixth mini album that was, uh, released, uh, what was this? I think the album was released in 2013, but this, um, video was out in 2012. Uh, Dora Dora. Uh, it's just like a fun, song to listen to uh the video is a little you know boy pop what you kind of expect but the song is still so much fun um and you kiss is one of those groups that i don't necessarily full-on follow you kiss day to day but every so often there's a song that they release that catches me and this is one of them Yeah, it's it's a fun, it's a cool song. You guys have some some yeah. good releases. They kind of fall into the crowd a little bit, uh, with the yeah. the boy groups, uh, for me. Uh, but they they do have some cool releases. The main reason I know who they are is because of uh of Kevin's uh a his uh how cool uh the English speaking guys have been when they've uh, been interviewed by Adrian Kimchi and B because I watch After yeah. School Club. <laughs> and uh Kevin and Eric Nam are actually kind of pretty fun uh on that show. Uh yeah. and it's kind of and they're pretty cool uh, pretty cool personalities. But yeah. This is yeah. a cool. And there's some a- uh there's some pretty cool dance steps in this video as well. Like there's some nice kind of two step like like a lot of footwork stuff, yeah. but then there's just some try to be really sexy stuff the, the lip happens, rubs but i'm just like you, you gotta have the lip yeah, rubs i'm just like oh no go back to the go back to the footwork <laughs> it's like reaching out and doing this and like <laughs> uh yeah this is a great moment for the audio listeners uh <laughs> uh but yeah some fun dance moves but uh yeah uh you know you kiss some good stuff uh there's aj uh but going on to, uh, what else do you got, uh, Kaz? Uh, yeah. So this one, this one, we, we've talked a lot about this person. Uh, one of, one of our favorite members from Big Bang, uh, Saryang. But we've never really ever featured music from him. Uh, I, 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 like, I came to the realization the other day that we've never really featured music from him unless we were featuring Big Bang. Like we've yeah. done, Delight stuff. We've done Tae Young. We've done Top. Done a lot of GD. Mainly my yeah. fault. Uh, <laughs> but you know, we've never just straight out like talked about uh, about Sang. So I figured I'd pick one of his songs that are a favorite of mine. Um, takes a sample from a Justin Timberlake song, and I just freaking love it. And it's one of my favorite songs. Come, come to my. Come to mind. Yeah. This is like a little live performance that he did. Uh, Sungri. Uh, he's kind of, he, he's, he's a, he's a fantastic performer. He has his, uh, it, he's a fantastic performer and apparently he's a pretty hilarious dude. Uh, he, he could yeah. sometimes get lost in the, which is tough because he could get lost in that group out of, you know, considering all the personalities on that, you know, in that group. Yeah. Uh, he could, he, it's very easy to kind of lose him in the shuffle, but Sungri is a fantastic performer, uh, in his own right. Uh, 
and he has some fantastic songs. Uh, and he never forgets his towel. Nope. <laughs> uh, but yeah, gotta love Sungri. Uh, some Big Bang. Waiting on that Big Bang album. God damn it, YG. Yeah, yes. Oh my god. Well, since, since that, since we're not gonna talk about that in, in headlines, there are rumor after rumor after rumor that a Big Bang album is in the works. Uh, and if you're not excited about that, you're living your life wrong. Okay. I'm just going to tell you that right now. So I, and, and I know we've had our episodes back when the podcast was only about JYP and YG. <laughs> JYP. Um, JYP. where we talked about, where we talked about the overbuild of hype at JYP and YG. We've talked about those things. And then we've talked about the, the not deliver from YG. It, it happens time and time again. We've talked about this, but every so often you gotta, you gotta jump on the hype train and not yeah. the hype train of a new Big Bang album. Come on. Yeah. How can you not jump on that? Well, it's the fact that it's rumors, uh, and it's not YG saying that it's, uh, that there's gonna be an album. If YG tells you that there's gonna be a big album, a Big Bang album soon, uh, you know that it's not gonna happen soon. Uh, any other source is more reliable than YG himself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, we can only hope. We can only hope. Uh, we get excited. Uh, but, yep. On my uh, half of this, uh, so music that caught my attention, of course, I like to, uh, I know, uh, we'll feature, uh, in, after this, uh, some songs that are new releases, but I like to feature those. I, but I will talk about one that caught my attention. I was looking at some, I think I was looking at just a random mix on YouTube. And this a song caught my, caught my attention because this is a group that I know we've talked about before. Uh, D-Light, uh, yeah, not to be yeah, confused with D-Unit. Yeah, they had a song that I fucking loved. Um, and, no, no, this isn't D-Unit. <laughs> right. Uh, D-Light, they have uh, their song Mega Yak. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, no, they, they, D-Light did also have a song that I that we, we both really liked. Uh, their, their previous song, Mega Yak. And I think we featured on them because they were a big, uh, they were a group that we talked about in, uh, I believe our year end wrap up last year. Uh, when we talked about kind of, uh, the 2012, uh, debuts and what they've, you know, been through and how well they fared, uh, beyond that in 2013 looking forward. Uh, and then th- I've come to find that they had released a song this year, uh, and I hadn't heard about it. Uh, though honestly, it's probably, Probably not that surprising. <laughs> uh, the, the song Hate You, and I listened to it and I kind of, I kind of dug it. Uh, God bless them. The, the, the video isn't the most, uh, yeah. high budget video in the world. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the cameras aren't the best quality and the, the green screening, you know, not the best. Uh, but the, but the, but the song is actually pretty fun and the, you know, kind of the, 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 the chorus is fun. The dance is kind of cool and kind of the beat is really fun. Uh, well, what did you think? Did you um, get it? Get it? Enjoy it? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I really actually, I'm, 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 I am and I'm, I had fun with the song listening to it. Like, I really like it. Like, it's, it's something I could see rocking out to and just kind of listening to on the old phone or, or iPod as the kids like to use nowadays. Um, but yeah, I really, in, in, enjoyed it but i do definitely agree with you about the video uh, it is that like there is no color correction at all, all no. to them versus the background um, yeah, no. and they kind of blend in a little bit 
too much. Yeah. Uh, which, which is that green screeny effect. And sometimes they have the halo effect, which is where you take your, you know, your film of them dancing against the green screen and then put it in on your composite of whatever color or whatever you wanted to put them in kind of thing. So you can see that they stand out because of the lights, because there was yeah. no correction. So there's yeah. this, just this bright halo around them, even when they're against the dark color that you're yeah. just like, Oh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, you almost want to kind of send them a few episodes of film, right? And maybe just kind of help them out a little bit. You know? <laughs> yes. It's it's not that hard. Just just here, here. This episode, this episode, this episode. Just go. <laughs> Maybe try to work on some Korean subs for them, you know. Uh, but God bless right. them. This is uh, God's bless them. This I is mean, a pretty hey, fun song. And, and I I will also say this, right? I've been I've been studying photography lately, and one of the things that one of the 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 video series I consistently watch. You know what you could do? You can get Creative Suite for about ten dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to pay $700 for Adobe anymore. You can just pay $10 a month. You get all the great programs. You get Premiere, you get Photoshop, you know, you get After Effects, all those great things right there. One easy package, 10 bucks yes. a month. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Do that. For goodness sake. Um, but yeah, moving on to some new releases, uh, as I, as I like to do, uh, just a couple of new releases. Uh, first of all, Reina is back with another collaboration again. Just like so, you Reina has kind of taken it upon herself to to do the collaboration thing. This is going to be the uh, this is the thing this year. This year is kind of the uh the solo singer slash collab duo uh, year. We, uh, not we only did, year the we rapper even had that. We even had that here in America with uh Lady Gaga doing a record with Tony Bennett. I think yes. Cheek to cheek, uh, which I hear is fantastic. Uh, which I heard about constantly, thanks to my co-host uh, Brett Hibbard. <laughs> he was he was yeah. the one that was riding the hype train with for that one uh, and and on record breakers. Uh, but yeah, Reina, who previously did a song with Mad Clown, uh, and what well, that was a pretty good uh, success, came out with a new single featuring Canto of Troy, uh, the group that uh, Bumkey is also a member of, uh, called You End and Me. Uh, I, I, I can't tell you what, what, how, how that title works, but hey, it's there. Uh, and it's kind of the, if you know the song that she did with Mad Clown, this is the polar opposite. <laughs> uh, which is basically, this is the breakup song. The, uh, the, the song is a, a girl pleading with a guy and a guy telling her, no, 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 this, this is, we're done. We're done. <laughs> like, uh, Do you think and- it's supposed to be the, the end of you and me? I guess, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm even end... confused by the hangul. Like I'm even confused <laughs> by what the Korean says here. And this yeah. is where we Google Translate. Dananinga <laughs> ara. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but overall, it's kind of actually a pretty fun, cute, a cool right. little uh, right, R and B. He's gonna go, he's gonna Google Translate, and I'm gonna say, describe the song as a kind of a really cool little, uh, uh, local collab. Uh, Canto pr- provides some really cool, uh, rapping as well. And it's actually a really cool little song. It's a, kind of that sound that, that I've 
is pretty popular, you know, very similar to what you've seen before with R&B rap collabs, you know, with uh, the duos. And actually pretty cool. I don't know. What, what, what did you think, Kaz? Have, have you figured out the title and um, what did you think of the song? I I liked it. I just... It was just hard for me to kind of really... I, I just didn't get into it. I liked the song, but I just didn't really get into it, you know? Yeah. It's doesn't it's not so, one that necessarily yeah, catches your attention and kinda of holds it. It's a it's a cool song, but yeah, I definitely understand where you're coming from. Uh how well, how how's how's the Google Translate come out? What? Ingo joke out. Hmm. I'm even more Gen- confused now. Alright. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. Reina, uh Canto of Troy. Pretty cool little song. Yep. Uh, you might dig it, you might not, but it's, uh, it's probably gonna be, uh, pretty successful. Uh, <laughs> probably. Cause this is the kind of stuff that, uh, the Koreans like. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, moving on to, an, to that new release as we kind of, we talked, this is the song that we mentioned, uh, last year that was going to, last, not last year, last week, uh, that <laughs> was going to happen. Uh, the, I'm sure, planned way in advance and not practiced over the weekend in, in a, a fit of, uh, hurry, uh, I'm sure. Uh, Red Velvet's, uh, cover of SES, this is, uh, Be Natural featuring, uh, SM rookie Taeyong, uh, Taeyong, not to be confused with, uh, with another similarly named person, uh, Be Natural. Uh, once I kind of got the, the image of Mr. B natural from, uh, that episode of mystery science theater 3000 out of my head, uh, I was able to kind of enjoy this song. Uh, is this, this one I actually kind of dug. It was, it was different. It was not exactly what I would expect from red velvet, you know, coming off of happiness, their debut song. And then like suddenly, yeah. Hey, it's, uh, early two thousands, uh, K-pop sexiness. It's like, <laughs> uh, and an R&B track. They execute it masterfully though. Uh, and it's, it's very interesting. Like it, it's d- certainly doesn't seem, uh, done in a hurry <laughs> as much as kind of you want to, want to just assume that this is again, because of what Red Velvet's role seemingly is. <laughs> uh, but it, it's, it's, it's a, Interesting cover. It's an interesting song. Yeah. Uh, release. I don't know. What did you think of this, uh, song, this video? Um, I, I kind of enjoyed the cover of the song and I, I mostly enjoyed the video. Except. <laughs> and this is where Kaz goes all arts to me again. They kept doing this like half cut in where like it would half cut into someone but then fade back into the scene that it was already in yeah <laughs> and it, it, that was just kind of bothersome uh and other than that i enjoyed it i even enjoyed the rapper or even in, like i, I kind of enjoyed like a lot of stuff about it like uh it, it took a second it's one of those songs that kind of take you a second especially when you're watching it visually because you're kind of yeah. like hmm 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 
And then it kind of, as you keep watching it, you're like, oh, okay. Which makes me think if I feel like that, right? Like I, I'm a type of person, I'm going to watch a video. I'm going to stick with it. Right. Yeah. But generally you're, you're most people are going to start to watch something and go, Hmm, I don't know. And then move on to the next thing. You know, you, yeah. you, you, you find it really, really. It varies person to person, but I would say like a lot of people nowadays give something about a minute to catch them, and it didn't catch me in the first minute. Yeah, um, I can, I can, I can show you the metrics for our episodes on YouTube and <laughs> <laughs> the retention numbers that 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 steep cliff of the retention chart. Oh God, retention charts. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I definitely understand that. It, it kind of takes a little bit to build on you. Uh, and you know, it, it, it's a, it's a different kind of song. It definitely kind of threw me for a loop a little bit just cause I was like, this is Red Velvet? Hmm. This is not what I, this is not, yeah. these are not the Red Velvet girls I, I know. Uh, but yeah, I think mean, it's a quality so, yeah, release. It's one of those things. It was, it, it was, a thing that was able to show good variety to show that they could do something different, you know? Yeah. Uh, so. Good, good on, on you. Good on you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm over here with it. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> uh, but last, last new release to talk about real quickly, uh, before we get into our headlines, uh, Vix, a group that we mentioned before, a group that we talked about in passing, I think before, uh, Vix came out with their new single, Error. Uh, and it's definitely an interesting video and kind of a, uh, an interesting song, kind of a good song, but definitely kind of a out there video. Uh, but you almost kind of accept, expect that from Vix. Uh, Vix is the, the, the main guy playing a scientist creating robots with human souls or memories or, or something and, Young G's dead and he's reviving Young G, uh, new member of Kata. And, you know, he's, he's heartbroken, but he's trying to regain his lost love. Can, can we go to like a specific point though? Around yes. 120? Yes. All right. Let's go. Yes. What's, what is on his head? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I've, I've been trying to, uh, formulate, uh, and understand. Oh God. That's beautiful for you right there. <laughs> um, well, give me a second. I'm going to go ahead and exactly? control shift, uh, print screen. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do not understand. <laughs> like, I know Korean fashion gets weird sometimes. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck is on his head? Yeah. Like, that instantly, when I was watching the video, that instantly killed me. That was an insta like, mm. what? What? What was that? What? And they're like, no, 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 just keep watching the rest of the video. I'm like, no, 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 what was that back there? But no. Other than that, really good video. Reminds me a little bit of a 2pm style video. Yes. I was waiting for like the daggers to fall out of the sky from Vix fans. <laughs> How dare you? Um, but no, I, and I mean that in a really good way. Like, like it re- reminded me a lot of a, a, a TPM kind of 
a heartbreaker style video. Uh, but it's really good. It's a really good song too. Uh, and for all the girls, there's a shirt off moment in there. So mm-hmm. fan girl out because there's a shirt off moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's a really cool song. It's really well performed. Uh, you know, it's got really cool, like, uh, routine and dance routine, uh, fashion aside, the kind of the visuals of the, of the video really, uh, work well. Uh, I'm, I would say another point of silly is that ending dance move where they disconnect themselves and fall down, uh, is probably mm-hmm. gonna look a little silly on music shows. Uh, but that's fine. Don't, don't you remember when 2pm did Heartbreak? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, it's, <laughs> you can't have CGI in, in, in music shows. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know what? That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. It's fun. It's a fun video. It's a fun song. It's a cool, like, you know, <clears throat> emotional song. It's cool. It's fun. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's it for what we've been talking about. That's it for our, our music talk, uh, segment. We're going to transition over to our headlines. Uh, so join us. Howdy folks. Welcome back to some headlines. Uh, welcome back to the headline segment here on Howdy Juku. As we, uh, talk about some topical topics, uh, here together to talk about what's going on in the world of East Asian pop culture. Uh, we've got a couple of big news items to talk about, but before that, we're gonna talk about a little bit, a little news item, uh, aside. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna talk about, uh, this. So, music show <laughs> uploader in Japan arrested for sharing. Uh, yeah. A few days ago, uh, uh, on October 7th, uh, police arrested Fujimura Hideaki uh, for violating Japanese copyright law. Why? Because he uploaded Japanese television shows on daily motion. Uh, and God knows we don't want anybody outside of Jap- Japan being able to see uh, Japanese content. Uh, <laughs> the it, 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 And this article kind of does a really good job of basically uh, tearing down kind of the copyright laws that are in place in Japan and how the system works and how how much it handcuffs them from ever reaching kind of an international am- fan base. Uh, and more about that uh, same stuff. Uh, and it's really kind of a... Really, it, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah... Like, I understand that you have, uh, a strong, big market there that you don't really need to rely on anything outside of Japan, but it doesn't mean that you need to actively, uh, avoid having any international fan base, especially when you can do that when things like uploading to YouTube are free and you can just do it. It costs no money and costs no bandwidth costs. Like... Just upload shit on YouTube for free. Yeah. <laughs> and you can monetize it <laughs> and make money off of it. Uh, and, and, you know, it doesn't mean you can't, you know, it doesn't mean you're, you have to invest a lot of money into going after some international market that you don't need. It's just, you know, let people have some access to the content, uh, or at least don't get in the way as much as you do. Uh, I don't know what, what what are your thoughts on on this article and 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 that stuff? 
it's it's one of those things you, you you know the crackdown is was and is going to continue um and it just it's like i i, I the arrest is one thing i want to see what the severity is after the fact you know like that's the thing that i really 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 want to know is it how it's going to affect things in the future. I mean, one of, one of the videos today that, that, uh, we displayed was, uh, Sungri at a concert and it was definitely a fan upload, you know? Yeah. Um, because I, I couldn't find it anywhere else, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it probably is, but the, the SEO for it took me right to that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I wanted to display the song. I didn't necessarily want to display the video, but if there was a video of it, if there was an official video of it, you know, you one SEO better <laughs> because the, the fan uploaders have better SEO than you do. And two, use the market to your advantage. You know, like it's just one of those things. It's just how, how the world works. Like if you're not using the tools out there to promote yourself to your advantage, then you're doing it wrong. Like everything that you do in, in these social circles when you're that big or, or anyone for that matter, like for me and PD, right? Anything we do on Twitter, when we're mentioning K-pop, on Facebook when we're mentioning K-pop, on Google Plus when we're mentioning K-pop, uh, if, if we use Instagram or something like that and we take a picture of a K-pop album, right? At, at, at a certain point, there's that thought that, that probably causes, crosses PD's mind, that crosses my mind. Maybe I should throw a link to Haliujuku in here. Maybe I should throw a hashtag for Haliujuku in here to lead them back to the Rebelli podcast site, you know? Mm-hmm. Whether they listen or not, it, it's that, Oh, okay. That's what those guys do. Hmm. Maybe I'll listen sometime. And then the more you do it, the more you have that interaction, the more you do those things, the more fans you get, the more word of mouth you get, the more people you get coming back to buy your content and listen to your content and do all those things. And basically, these people are doing that for you for free. You have people who are going out, taking your content, putting it up to drive back to your content for free. Now, yeah, in, in a certain... Right. You're not making anything off that. You're not making any money off the monetization of that or anything like mm-hmm. that. But, uh, but, e- but even like, uh, even, uh, the way YouTube works, even where YouTube works now, you can be like, you, you can flag it, but instead of mm-hmm. taking it down, you can say, okay, this is my content. Go ahead and put ads on it and I'll, you know, I'll benefit. That's how it kind of works. If you put my content that uses somebody else's music, uh, one of the kind of the default states that they can set instead of saying, take this down automatically, you say, okay, put, put a little thing that says, Hey, check the, the music featured is this artist by this and this song by this artist. And it goes on the bottom of the description of that video. And sometimes they put, will put, uh, automatically put ads on, on the video. And that money goes back to that artist, uh, you know, goes back to that copyright holder. So you can be making money off of those uh, videos, uh, one thing. Uh, B, uh, it, 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 you know, c- c- the international audience is not something you have to invest a lot of money in. Uh, like I said, it's, it's free. Just put videos on YouTube. AKB48 does it. 
Carrie <laughs> Parmi Parmi, I think, does it. Uh, and she does what a content there. Uh, you can, you know, no, kind of, uh, unknown nobody groups like that we love, like Femme, uh, they get word of mouth because they put all the, they put a bunch of videos on YouTube and people can watch them for free. Uh, and I imagine they, they sold, I, I, I'd like to imagine that they sold quite a few of the, uh, albums da- download once they actually had the album up for sale, despite the fact that you can watch all the videos for free on YouTube. Uh, because, it, you know, it's word of mouth. People, you know, hey, this is cool video. These, all these awesome cool videos, you know, uh, and it costs you no money to put them on there. You know, it costs them money to make the videos, but that, that's okay. You, you're going to do this anyway. You're going to, cre- you're creating this content. Why not do this extra step to just, hey, just throw that up on YouTube. Uh, you know, put maybe an English name or at least some proper tags. Uh, and, it's no extra effort. You don't have to actively avoid the international audience, uh, J-pop. Come on. You have, mm-hmm. Especially in this prime moment where, you know, due to, let's face it, due to, uh, global, uh, ignorance, you're, you can, you can ride the coattails of, of K-pop right now. <laughs> if you do this, you can, especially some groups, they can ride the coattails of K-pop, you know, as being J-pop, uh, because the international audience doesn't know any better. I mean, the, the casual fans, us enthusiasts, we know, but the casual fans don't know any better. And they'll, they'll go, if they can go over there, they'll go over there too. Uh, if they're, they're interested. So do it. Let it be, you know, uh, stop being dumb. <laughs> uh, yeah, come on, Japan. You can do it. I believe in you. We believe yeah. in you. Uh, we want to, we want mm-hmm. to there be, there to be an active, uh, Juku aspect to this show, Ali Juku. That's <laughs> the reason I threw in the Juku at the end. I don't want this just to be a K-pop podcast. Uh, but you have to kind of in, inspire me to want to get into, you know, uh, I, I will make the effort, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do some effort yourself. You gotta meet uh, us halfway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Alright, that is that. Let's get into the meat and potatoes. <laughs> uh, first off, M Black. Uh, M Black had an interesting week, to say the least. Uh, <laughs> the sadness that is my heart. Yeah, M Black, of course, a group that both of us enjoy and, 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 and love. Uh, had an, a very interesting week. A few, uh, kind of, uh, headlines. First of all, there uh, was a, Word from, uh, creative director of NBlack's concert, Randy No, on his Instagram saying that they were all going to enlist in the army as soon as this concert was done. And that caused kind of a, uh, a big interest. It caused a kind of a lot of word of mouth, you know, a lot of back and forth. Uh, and, but even that was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And, uh, that left me thinking, uh, that let me think it was like, oh, okay, that's actually kind of cool. Cause we had heard previously that this was something 2 PM was planning on doing, which is everybody goes to the military at once <laughs> so that they all do their two years, you know, or, or less than two years and they all come back at the same time. And that's it. You don't have one member going and then coming back and the other member going to come back, the other member coming to come back. You don't have this long time of this incomplete group. You just all go. And I'll come back. And then that time, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, the, the, 
the group is away for a couple of years, but then they're back. All and then all together and they would stay together. Uh, you know, there was a back and forth, but you know, overall, you know, kind of, uh, the, the, the conversation was kind of leaning towards a positive place. Uh, I don't know what, what, what were your thoughts as, did, were you following along with these headlines and these news, uh, as it was coming um, along I saw, at this point? I saw one that said something about, uh, possible something with M Black. Uh, you know, it, it was talking about like, I think it was talking about the military thing. And I think that's yeah. the only one I had originally seen. And then, uh, I think you had to kind of sent me something else that said, you know, something differ to the military thing. So yeah. it was just like, okay, there's a lot of rumor and speculation going on. A lot of, a lot of he said, she said, um, we'll kind of wait till the dust settles and really see what happens. Mm-hmm. And then a lot more dust got kicked up. Yeah. Um, um, the next step was, uh, Lee June, uh, kind of, uh, I would say one of the, the more popular, I think the most, one of the most popular, if not most popular member of the group, kind of the, the guy. Uh, Lee Jun, you know, uh, big time, you know, big in, uh, big, uh, name in the variety circuit, you know, has a nice little budding acting career. So much so that he is, uh, apparently is going to, once his, uh, contract runs out, uh, is going to leave the group. Uh, that was the word. They was going to leave the group once his contract yeah. runs out. Uh, apparently he was not going to leave a J Tune, just re, you know, refocused on acting. He's going to leave the group. And then refocus on acting. Uh, and then this was the initial word again, causing a lot, a little bit of worry, uh, causing a little bit of a bummed out feelings. Uh, and you know, I mean, aside from, uh, people getting aside, uh, getting excited at, uh, more possible, uh, rabbit humping scenes from him, uh, like his uh, previous scenes. <laughs> uh, as we get ourselves kicked off of YouTube, uh, with those gifts, those, those momentary gifts. Um, but yeah, this was, this was the next moment. What did, did this, uh, get in your radar? Or did you have, did you, uh, jump uh, in way I, after I, this? I jumped in after this. Okay. So this was, uh, this was kind of another blip. And then, mm-hmm. you know, this caused, uh, some things to go back and forth. Uh, Geo had some kind of, uh, some words on his, uh, uh, his, uh, his, uh, social networks. A little bit of a, some sarcasm. <laughs> a little bit of a, some comments that caused people to kind of, uh, uh, have, uh, you know, cause a little controversy. And then, uh, we got word that not only, you know, did they, uh, JTune released a statement regarding, uh, all of this. Uh, and we also got word that Thunder was also possibly, uh, withdrawing from the group. And then things came kind of came going back and forth. Uh, and then the final word, and this is so far that things are still kind of going a little back and forth, but the word is that they're going to release one final album and then disband either that or possibly continue as a three person group. That all of that is still up in the air. J tune. I, I haven't seen any more official word from J tune. Uh, but there might be something up, but. So far, there's a possibility that they will either disband or continue as a trio. 
Uh, no word how, again, if the, if any, you know, the military, military stuff is true or how that is going to factor. Uh, but it definitely looks like it's the end of M Black as, as, as we know it. <laughs> uh, yeah. what are your thoughts, it, it, Kaz? I like M Black. <laughs> like, I, I, I like M Black style. I like a lot of the things that they do. And, and it just never really seemed like it, like M Black was not one of the groups on my radar to be like, things are so bad that nobody wants to be there. You know? Yeah. Um, it never seemed that way, but they're like, like I say, with all of these things, there is something deeper. There is something way more deeply rooted in what's going on. Like, like right now there's just like, like ladies and gentlemen, the, the, let me, let me get closer to the mic so you can understand this. Ladies and gentlemen, the music industry that we love, the people that we love are not happy. (laughs) Like, (laughs) That's all I can take from all of this. Like, like look at the last four or five episodes of Hollywood. Like people are not happy. You know, yeah. in the Korean music industry, and they're making it very publicly known. There's a lot of shit going on. The fuck, you got you got fucking idols taking over their their music labels. You got <laughs> like like you got some thug ass shit going down. You know, like um, and it just yeah. continues to get crazy with with people trying to leave just leave their groups and sue out of contracts. Like this is basically all of M black going. Yeah. Nope. Peace out. Like, <laughs> you know, um, and I, I, and I don't know if it's one or two of them are, are like, as the stories are unfolding, one or two of them are just kind of piecing out. And then maybe it's this whole overall thing that like, well, if those two leave, then I'm leaving, you know, kind of yeah. like what's really going on in, in, in this industry, you know, and you know, at the end of the day, the Korean music industry will just cycle some new kids through and, and yeah. we'll rant and rave for a little while, but then we'll see some nice dance moves and be like, I, I'm, that kid can dance really well. Wow. That's really nice. I like that. <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll, they'll put the new shiny thing in front of us, but at the same time, we got to stay focused. We got to stay on point that there is something deep deep dark going on and we yeah. need, we need to like really get to the bottom of it man yeah i think it's very interesting kind of um how it it looks it shows a light into kind of how things are constructed and how the personality of of people's career choices uh being perceived so it, it, the thing about the, the interesting part of this uh this uh particular instance of uh, members wanting to leave the group uh specifically legion is the fact that it seems like it's simply just he's uh he's refocusing his career he's been at this he's been on this you know this major <laughs> he's he's uh, changing his major basically he's been on this kind of set of uh of uh responsibilities and focus uh, where it's been, you know, being a singer, being a, you know, idol, being an actor, you know, hopefully being an actor as part of that. And he sees an opportunity to say, Hey, my contract is running out. 
let's go ahead and refocus things. Let's go ahead and retool things. And I imagine his uh, idea being, all right, I'm going to seek free agency. <laughs> uh, and he, they must have worked something out. I think it seems that he's just going to stay with J-Tune, but he must have said, okay, this is kind of where I really want my career to go. Uh, and which is not unheard of, especially for an idol to say, okay, idol, uh, I, the idol world isn't that much for me. I, I now have the, the clout and the freedom to really go where I wanted to go. Cause there are a lot of idols that get into being an idol with the end goal being acting. <laughs> uh, and you can see. Yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of the thing for if if you go back and look at a lot of the stuff for the group, uh, AKB, right? A lot of it was, a lot of it was set up initially because it was supposed to be this jumping off point. It's supposed to be this point that you get into the industry because it's a really hard thing to get into just being an actor, just being a comedian, just being a singer, just being an anything, um, in the entertainment industry, you know. At, in general. So it's the, it's the, it, it, it's, it goes to the old adage of like, you're looking for a job and they tell you, uh, yeah, you know, this is an entry level job, uh, for this position basically. And you know, you have to have kind of these credentials and you're like, all right, all right, all right. And then you scroll down and they're like, also three years of work experience <laughs> in this specific job. <laughs> you're like, Wait, how am I supposed to have three years of experience at the job that I am applying for? Because I need that job to get the experience so I can move on to other things. Yeah. <laughs> like, and your head kind of explodes. So the, the idol thing was initially kind of presented as the jump off period. Like you, you join, you become an idol for a while. You, you learn all these skills. You learn how the business works. You get to do all these things. And then you have kind of this, this catalog of, of a senses, um, which I harp back to photography now because that's what I've been looking at a lot is, is like you, you do the work so that, that you can show the work. You know, yeah. um, and that's what Idol was supposed to be. It was supposed to be this thing where you could do the work so you could show the work so that you could move on to other things eventually. But because it brings in so much money, they try to lock people down into these forever contracts yes. um, where they're just like, you belong to us forever. Ah, ha, ha. Mr. Burns kind of. Yeah. Yes, kind of and thing. If you're, and if you're on. SM and, and, and you're the members of TVXQ, sometimes those contracts get renewed without the band members knowing it. <laughs> right. Um, so, I think a lot of what's going on is these kids and these people being like, well, I only wanted to do this so that I can do blank. And now that I'm doing blank and, and I have the ability to do blank, I don't want to do the other thing anymore more yeah. you know because it doesn't mean as much to them as it does to us you know um they like it probably it, there's probably some good fun of it but if if your whole life you wanted to be an actor putting out an album doesn't you know yeah the, the whole promotion cycle of being an idol isn't maybe like the whole your thing like and it's like i said it's a thing that uh it's an avenue that is taken you know examples would be our, you know, somebody that we adore, uh, Yunin Hye, uh, she of Coffee Prince, was originally in a girl group. Like, back in the Dizay, if you want to go back in the Dizay, old school K-pop, uh, she was in a girl group. Uh, and, you know, Yuna's, 
got into Girls' Generation. And, she, and let's face it, she's an actress. Like, more, more than she is a dancer or a singer. Uh, she's competent at the other things, but she is the actress of Girls' Generation. Uh, yeah. Similarly, but not as severely, Sue Young as well. Uh, so you see that a lot. So, and when you have that moment where, okay, my contract is running out. What do I want to do now? Like, I have, I have, I have the cotton, the freedom, and then they do that. Now, that is not a crazy new thing. But, and, and even this kind of the drama around it isn't a crazy new thing, but it's interesting kind of how this year, I don't know if it's necessarily this year or if it's how much more focused we are as an international audience into K-pop this year, but this year has been all kind of a, you know, an, not a constant onslaught of, you know, different thing after different thing, uh, in a variety of, of, in a variety of genres of, of scandals and craziness, but the, these kind of things get blown up a little bit. And the fact that it's causing this little domino effect of, of, of M black kind of shrapneling <laughs> possibly, uh, when it was just, you know, Lee June wants to act now and this is causing the whole group to just shrapnel, uh, possibly. Yeah. Uh, of course we don't know for sure, but it, that's what it seems like. Uh, it's, it's definitely interesting to kind of, uh, that being the, the after effects of something as simple as just refocusing your career. Uh, but it is, it is, I think at the end of the day, the main thing is it's a bummer to kind of lose and black. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a huge bummer. And, uh, uh, you know, smoky girl is still my jam. Like, I know that's a recent song. I know it, that's not a song you most K, longtime K-pop fans would cite as an M Black song. But hey, that's yeah. the song. That's the song that caught my attention. You know, in the, the short time I've been a K-pop fan. So, but that that's still my jam. You know, the smoky girl, smoky girl, smoky girl, smoky girl. It's like, uh but yeah, it's 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 a little sad to say goodbye to M Black and. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and so I mean, I mean, we we could hope for the best, um, and most likely they'll get locked into something, yeah. uh, or or you you know what I would yeah. love to see? I would love to see you know M Black disappears and N Black appears. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> label with all the same members, huh? Well, that's uh, M Black, uh, and, and and one thing for certain. Is that they'll all land on their feet? <laughs> they'll all land on their feet. They all have the, the talent to land on their feet, and they're gonna keep doing their thing. And uh, Lee Jun uh, will succeed, and uh, Mir will continue to say uh, "waffle" really hilariously cute. Uh, <laughs> Whopper, <laughs> English. <laughs> uh, and he will continue to write one day at the beginning of every entry of his diary. <laughs> one day, <laughs> one day, and back out in the house. Everybody, right seats. God bless you, Amir. Uh But moving on, uh, we're gonna miss you, Anne Black. But moving on to the other scandal. I think chronologically we're going in reverse, but uh, this is kind of the main event when it comes to the scandal. Uh, and it's almost kind of this is a, this is a weird thing because it's almost an exact rerun. <laughs> Uh, so, if y'all remember back in the day, uh, not when Cool Herc played, but, uh, back in the day this year, uh, 
around the time when we were gallivanting about Rosemont, Illinois, uh, at ASIN, uh, a big thing happened <laughs> where, uh, our boy, uh, Jesus, we fan, uh, better known as Chris, uh, decided he, he wanted out. <laughs> and he took the Wait, old J1. Do we have to buy two jerseys now? <laughs> I think so. I think we each have to buy a jersey now. We have to pick who, which one of us wants to be Chris and which one of us wants to be Luhan. Okay. Uh, but, uh, and that's going to be fun. Uh, but Chris decided he won out and we had our fun and you can go back and kind of, we, we talked a, a hell of a lot about it, uh, and around that time. Check out that episode. Uh, it's called In the End, The Enemy is Man. Uh, because that was a fun title. Uh, but now we come to now. That was the whole Chris situation, uh, with Chris's. Uh, and now we got word this week that Luhan wants out of SM Entertainment. Uh, Luhan went ahead and got together with the exact same legal team that, uh, helped Chris, uh, <laughs> that is helping Chris get out of SM. Uh, Exact same entertainment and a lot of the same reactions are happening. Uh, though he did get a little bit of a voice of support with from one of the other members of XOM, but it's, it's, you know, it started out as rumors and then it turned out to be true. So believe rumors from now on. Uh, <laughs> don't do that. No, no. Uh, but it was. It, it 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 just started kind of a a uh kind of a, a snowball effect. So Luhan wanted out. We got word uh from SM. I believe it got confirmed by SM with a little bit of some snide remarks added as well. <laughs> that yeah, because it's SM, SM. Like uh, all right, right. So so with all the the scandal that's been going on lately, SM is the saltiest of the fucking like of, of the labels like they are the ones who will instantly be like man you know what we ain't like him in the first place because he was a bitch and you're like okay <laughs> what <laughs> like, like all right, yeah. calm down a little bit so well uh, yeah and, yeah it's like uh they they released a statement and said uh he uh, Luhan had expressed that he wanted to focus on individual activities in China, of course, uh, rather than moving as a group with EXO due to health issues. Uh, we were in the middle of discussing his future activities, so this sudden lawsuit is puzzling. However, seeing that just as in the case of Chris, uh, with Chris, Luhan filed for a lawsuit with the same law firm in the same way without reason, without reason, uh, makes us think that after gaining popularity with the group, he is now prioritizing his own personal benefit with disregard to the, for those affected by the termination of his contract. Moreover, it seems that there is a behind-the-scenes influence uh, <laughs> regarding the situation we plan to take to our action with international partners and legal experts, and we would like to state that EXO activities will all proceed as planned. Uh, nothing to see here. Everything's going well as planned. Uh, I love, so, like, so, uh, let me translate that for you. <laughs> SM's like, we ain't even see this happening. You know what? He a bitch because he's been talking to those motherfuckers in the backside that don't like us. And we don't care that they don't like us. And if he don't like us now, he a bitch. But we're going to keep on doing what we do because that's what we do. <laughs> SM out. 
yeah. Uh, and of course, you know, as, as, uh, you know, everything coming back and forth, uh, more show of supports, but at, at the end of the day, it's another member of XO cross off the list. Uh, we, you know, we get to play XO, uh, X, XO Battle Royal, you know, <laughs> that great picture from, uh, that XO yeah, Battle Royal. Uh, and I gotta find that graphic now. Fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, enjoy that graphic. Uh, but yeah, another member of EXO out. Uh, and it, more drama from SM. Another scandal. Uh, and they already wasted a red velvet comeback on, red, uh, on Jessica. <laughs> what are they gonna do now, Kaz? <laughs> It's it's like it's just one of those things where er, they really need to refocus. They need to stop talking. They need to stop talking back. They need to stop trying to be the baddest bitch in school and focus on what is making these people want to leave EXO and SM. You know, well, well, let's say SM. Not necessarily EXO, right? Like, what is it that they're doing that is going on that they're, they're pushing that they're having happen that these, these guys are just like, you know what? It's not worth it. And I went out because it has to be something. There has to be something going on that Chris wanted out, that Lou yeah. wants out. Like, they're, they're just. There has to be something going on. And I think yeah. what needs to happen is SM as a company needs to refocus because this is now turning into the key thing that this is. This is turning into loss of money, you know, yes. because yeah. when, you, when know. you get to the point where it starts turning into loss of profit, you really, really need to reevaluate yourself and your plan and the things that are going on. Yeah, uh, the, the, for, the consequence of this on top of the Jessica uh, issues, you know, and, and as is want to do, of course, with any kind of scandals with a uh, publicly traded company, uh, any kind of like public negative things, stocks are going to drop immediately. Uh, but yeah. they're consistently, so the, con- the immediate drop isn't as big of a deal just because stocks is, you know, just people saying things that's just people's opinions man uh it, it, it looks like numbers and facts but it's really just people's opinions that get turned into mon- 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 uh, money and facts but the sustained uh dissatisfaction and uh lack of uh uh lack of uh confidence in the company is something that is seems like it's kind of staying for at least the immediate future uh and reflected in their stock that's kind of dropping like a stone uh they're currently uh second in uh overall worth uh behind yg yg number one uh yeah or yg bias see it's not a yg bias they really are the best company k-pop at least according to the stocks you don't complain at us uh but it's a couple so this all is a couple of things so it's the the consistent pattern ever since JYJ uh, the the JYJ was a, kind of the first to go by this avenue uh but the consistent pattern ever since has been that it's been chinese members who have uh careers to jump to 
<laughs> in China. Uh, and part, and it's partially, it's partially one of two things. It seems that it is, you know, the standard idols getting treated like shit, <laughs> idols getting treated like commodities and products rather than human beings. And then add on top of that, take that, that's the, that's the foundation that we know exists throughout the entire industry. Add on top of that, the fact that they're Chinese members, so they get treated like extra shit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Let's just face it, the Chinese get treated like extra shit because they're, you know, of course, they're lesser. Uh, let's just be honest. Racism is real. Uh, and the fact that, oh, you know, you get all those feelings and all those feelings are being trapped and treated like crap. And I'll, I'll add to the fact that, oh, you know, the, the temptations, like, there's a, there's a career out there. There's that money out there. I could just go to China and make money on my own. And, and you know, yeah, it is for personal gain and personal career choice. Yes, <laughs> they're doing these decisions because they want to better their personal careers. You know, they want to uh, pursue personal uh, career options. Uh, they want to get money. And that's fine, you know. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's exactly what they should do. Uh, and that's a big motivator for why this is happening. Uh, it's gonna be the Chinese members, and it's gonna be consistent with that, because, uh, let's just say, you know, it, it, it's gonna be something that I, I, what I, okay, so, uh, I'll take from that, what I feel for is the fact that, uh, all the Korean members that, are, uh, Korean, uh, idols and trainees that are feeling just as trapped, and just like they want, want to get outside, but, they don't have China. They don't necessarily have China. Because Jessica has China. <laughs> She's not Chinese, but she has China. She has connections with Tyler Kwan and she has her, her, you know, fashion label. She has, you know, her Weibo account. There's a reason why she has a Weibo. Uh, she has her fandom out over there. But they know that they can't do the same thing as Chris and, uh, Luhan and Hangang did because, hey, you ever see JYJ on television, on variety shows, on music shows, on any of those shows? No. No, you don't. <laughs> and there's a certain two-letter company that's making sure of that. <laughs> you know, because you can bring, bring on JYJ. I hope you don't want to ever have EXO back again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's always that. It's like, I hope you don't ever want to have Girls' Generation on again. Uh, I hope you never want to have, you know, Super Junior again on your show if you want to go ahead and bring on JYJ. Uh, cause that's, it, it, it's not said, but it's very obvious that, you know, they have never, they haven't promoted. They just had a comeback. JYJ just had a comeback. Did you ever see them perform on any single music show? No. <laughs> uh, it's because, you know, then that's why they, they know that they can't do the same thing. Cause they know it's like, well, the only way they can is if they know they have a career elsewhere with SM. And it's one of those things we've talked about how this is an issue in the industry as a whole, you know, how the idols are treated, how they feel, how they feel trapped. It's a, it seems like it's an extra feeling of entrapment with SM. Cause if you think about all the other situations uh, with other labels, they've usually just been able to let their contracts finish out and kind of leave. Yeah. Or, 
you know, or even Dongho from Yukis just asked to, to leave and he was like, okay, go, you know, kind of be free, you know, go do your thing. And they let him go and said positive things about him on his way out. And they said, man, you know, he wants to kind of focus on his own personal life and we wish him all the best and he's doing great. We we're going to miss him. We love him. And they said positive things as he left and the, and they kind of let him go in a positive way. Uh, but SM is, you know, like, like the title of our last episode said, this place is a prison. These people aren't your friends. <laughs> Bring your <laughs> calling back that title I gave it. And I couldn't get away. I, I, I wish I could have named that episode something else, but it's just the thing that came into my brain just from this. And now this, uh, just from that. And now this even solidifies it even more. Um, I don't know, what, what do you think, Kaz? I mean, I, it's just, I agree with you. Like, it's just, there's nothing else I could do but agree with you because that is what it is. It's just like, like I said, SM just seems to be the worst of them all. Like, no matter what happens, they are just the saltiest. They are just like, they are always the ones to fire back. Whenever there's, there's kind of, stuff rumors about anyone else leaving and then it kind of turns into oh it looks like it might be true like you don't really hear the company firing back against the person like you do with sm like and just the factor that how much more people have to go through with sm they have to sue they have to go through all these things you know and then it does become like sm tries to blacklist them in a certain sense like I mean, like, look how hard they went at Chris, where they were like, nobody from the group can talk to him, like, all this stuff that is just, like, unnecessary, and and just, you're just, makes you, like, what is really going on over there? And, the, yeah. and it just makes them seem like the worst uh, offender of, of everyone, you know? Uh, and it just doesn't, it just doesn't help the situation at all. You know, yeah. so I don't know. I would, I would like to see a little more tact from SM. I would like to see them be a bit better and maybe that could lead to, to just different things. Maybe somebody should take over at SM. Yes. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe that's where the hostile takeover should happen. Yeah, maybe I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm wondering if Boa would be a better leader. <laughs> I know she's been like the, 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 the heir apparent for a little while. Uh, I know she's kind of busy in Japan nowadays, but still, you know, have her take over. I want to see how she leads the, 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 the lead, you know, the team, uh, at SM. Uh, what's her leadership, uh, you know, level like? What is, what is her style? Uh, you know, have her kind of, uh, NWO it, like, like, uh, our boy from Isaiah did, uh, over at the other company. I don't know. Um, uh, there definitely needs to be a change in personality and a change in approach, uh, in a lot of places, but especially SM. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's just kind of crazy. <laughs> it's just kind of, uh, it's, it's a little disconcerting, uh, as, as a fan to kind of realize that how much how much how broken the personality and uh the environment is over there like how how stuffy that must feel over there uh and and it's just got to be scary for for uh, to be as part of that company that, that big company that has all that money and influence behind it uh to kind of 
make you feel trapped and make you feel insignificant and expendable. And, uh, and, uh, it almost makes you kind of a wonder, like, why even try? <laughs> uh, but you know, just people trying to live their dreams and it's like, uh, uh, but yeah, I'm going to, let's kind of, uh, finish off on that note, I guess, <laughs> before I keep rambling on and making absolutely no sense. Uh, and finish up on that note, uh, we, and wish, uh, for better things from the K-pop industry and for better, uh, things from the, the powers that be all around in the K-pop industry. We really wish y'all can just wake up. Wake up, motherfuckers. Wake up. <laughs> uh, but that's it. We're gonna yep. leave it at that note. Uh, Kaz, what is going on in your neck of the woods? Um, pretty much the, the only thing is check out 500px. I'm putting a lot of effort into that, which will, well, not a lot of effort. It's, it's just another social network, but mainly for, Hey, I take pretty pictures. Um, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's not your mama's Instagram of, Hey, I took a picture of my cat and I put a filter on it. <laughs> for me, it's like, <laughs> Hey, this is, this is my, my hobby taken to the next level of hobby for me. Um, yes. and right now I'm just kind of looking for that feedback of like, Oh, you're okay at the camera stuff or, Ooh, sell your camera. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yes. Uh, other than that is going to be working on our year-end episode for Hollyajuku. It's going to be a lot of work that goes into that. I'm looking forward to it. Might, and I hope the four or five of you that are looking forward to it, too. Yeah, it might, might be a couple episodes. Uh, <laughs> we had a lot of things to talk but, about. Yeah. 2014 was crazy. <laughs> but yeah. look forward to that. Uh, uh, yeah, about that me slash King Kaz, if I can point it the right direction. Uh, about that me slash King Kaz, uh, to follow all that stuff. For me, about that me slash PD Rave. I'm PD Rave everywhere on the internet. Uh, it's pretty simple to find me. Uh, you know, find the show at Halijuku, uh, kpoppodcast.com, uh, halijuku.com. You can remember how to spell it, but kpoppodcast.com. Go ahead and, uh, share with your friends. Uh, you know, let them know. Uh, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, YouTube. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We do the video thing now, which is interesting. Uh, I'm still thinking and formulating how we're gonna uh, I've got plans for YouTube. I've got plans. <laughs> They're very vague, and they I'm, they mostly come to me when I'm about to fall asleep, so I forget most of them. But I've got plans. You need a, you need a, like you need what I have, which is a a Taylor Swift journal that you just keep next to you. Yes, times, I, I will do such thing. I have notebooks everywhere, but I will write down these plans and we'll work on them. Well, uh, but that's we'll it. Get, Look out for that. We'll get Pedia Gilmore Girls notebook. Yes. <laughs> uh, and that will be planned. But until next time, look out for that. Until next time, hasta los huevos. Annyeong. Fighting.